<laughs> Hello there. This is Jim the Keys bartender. They're having a little dance party in the living room. You can leave it on that loud. Um, if you're not familiar with the Keys bartender podcast, podcast about uh, bartending and keys life, maybe not this time of year. We're going to be talking about uh, the end of 2023 and maybe a little about parties. Maybe I'll start out with a New Year's Eve party. And uh, I guess some of the ingredients for a good New Year's Eve party, you'd have to have uh, for people that partake, obviously booze, wine, beer, liquor, uh, refreshments, and uh, some lighthearted fare, light fare, like hors d'oeuvres, maybe uh, a six-foot hoagie, chips dipped. Not nothing too fancy. Nothing too fancy. You really don't have to for a New Year's Eve party because New Year's Eve party is all about imbibing, having a good time. Here I am, a guy that doesn't drink, I, but I have a good time no matter what, or in spite of not partaking. But that's it. Generally, you you want to have a good, uh, I guess, a good timepiece. Maybe a large television so you watch whatever, uh, I guess, you know, we always think you, you're going to tune in to New York, the dropping of the ball. But the dropping of the ball only works for our time zone, doesn't it? There's 23 other time zones. It's funny how people don't really regard that. I mean, a lot of people, if you travel enough, you realize, say, well, this is not, it's not New Year's yet. Obviously, going all the way to uh, Hawaii or maybe the Aleutian Islands are the last place where it turns to midnight. And in the maritime provinces or north, I guess, in, um, In Canada, this one. And then you have, obviously, uh, I guess, in about, it's 2 o'clock now. So in about 11 hours, the, it'll begin the New Year's celebration about 11 hours on uh, in the Pacific, in, in places like uh, Japan and Australia. But all these things share in common. These people are, are are closing out the old year, bringing in the new resolutions, remembrances. I, I was watching on the news where they went through all the celebrities that passed away, and it was amazing. I mean, there's so many of them. You think, wow, if that happens every year, in about five years, we'd be out of people. But no, there's tons of people. There's tons of celebrities out there. People that are known for any manner of talent or notoriety. Uh, they don't really, uh, probably don't celebrate the people that are infamous. Unless they're like a leader of a country. Or some, uh, you know, maybe a terrorist. I don't know why I'm bringing it up. That's sad. I like, I'm going to start bringing up the new stuff. And that's the nice thing about New Year's. Not everyone is, it's, it's one of the, uh, it's almost focused on completely 
on uh, people making, setting goals for the new year, uh, saying farewell to the things that happened in 2023. I'd have to say that 2023, there was a, you know, a lot of, if you were to look at them just for their face value, some difficult things happened in my life in 2023. My father passed away at the beginning of the year, the end of January. And then I guess in March, I kind of passed away for about seven and a half minutes. But then I came back. I came back, which is, uh, I guess, a positive. But being uh, being alive, my father, everyone passes away. My father being one of them. But I, I reflected upon that. If you could focus on someone passing as a negative, you can also focus upon that they were present in your life. So if you focused on that and all the good times you had and how you benefited from knowing that person, it's not it's not a negative. It's a way to remember people. Same thing goes with my heart attack. I mean, it's it's kind of like a bookmark prior to uh, I was 59 when I had it. Now I'm 60. And it, it seemed like an entrance from, I know I'm not middle-aged. I see an entrance into the beginning of old age. Old age. And the, uh, it's got, it could be seen as sad, uh, or I can look at it as, uh, I had the opportunity to keep on going. I did also have the opportunity to get a lot more in debt medically, medically incurred debt, but, uh, the life changing event of, you know, knowing that you could very well not be gave me extra incentive to do things uh, a bit differently. So that that's how I'm going to look on 2023. That uh, it won't be the, the dividing line for me this year isn't necessarily the changing of the clock at midnight tomorrow night from 2023 to 2024. The real thing where I, that big change that occurred is when I had collapsed in the spin room, you know, heart stopped, and then they brought me back with the uh, AED. Fortunately for me, where it happened. And so I'll, I'll look at 2023, something where I can uh, think about how fortunate I was to have my father around uh, until I was almost 60 years old. My father was, gosh, I think he was in his late 20s when his father passed away. Let me try to think of that for a second. Yeah, my father was in his late 20s when his father passed away. I I was fortunate to have my father around for another 33 years and had the benefit of his companionship and his wisdom. And people always seem to, the, 
uh, Old Anxiety, the movie, uh, the movie, the song Old Anxiety, uh, Old Anxiety, for old acquaintance be forgot and never gone. I don't know the rest of it. Pretty much it says, forget about every, everybody you knew in 2023. You're going to be meeting two people, new people in 2024 about things that occurred in 2023. In 2024, you're going to have uh, new experiences, uh, better luck. Well, I had a really good luck. And if I had better luck in 2024, 24 than I had in 2023, it's going to be a really great year. And that's the way I choose to look at it. And perhaps you could look at it that way because it's not, there's not anything so bad that occurs if you're still, for the most part, and I didn't say the most part. And if you're listening to this podcast, fortunately, you probably had a pretty decent year because if things were serious, pretty serious things going on, maybe you should be listening to the Keys Bartender podcast. You should be doing something else to help you out. I hope I hope this does help you out a little, but there, if you look hard enough, the things that people would normally typify as something bad or an experience they could have done without is always a learning experience. There's always a learning opportunity with some tough things that happen. You lose your job, you have the opportunity to get another job, like I did. And I have, in the, in the new year, I have the opportunity to start several different jobs. I did mention to a friend, I said that I had accepted, I signed at least two in, letters of intent to work separate establishments for some nice tourist destinations and they're both part-time. Another one I gave a verbal one of verbal, I guess you call it ascension, a verbal uh, yay. Oh gosh, it's, it, it's killing me, my brain fog. But and uh, and, uh, two other ones are a month or a month and a half in the future. So if things don't pan out in the first three jobs, I have two more coming up. But my the way I see it is so many things, so many opportunities presented themselves for me in 2024 that I have to thank. Everything that happened to me in 2023, because it set the table for me, got it all ready for me to be everything I need to be successful in 2024. Now it's up to me. And the nice thing about putting the end of the year, maybe you can say, perhaps there's behaviors and things that I did in 2023 that I can discontinue in 2024. No matter how I present myself on the podcast, I always have this kind of low energy or in the background uh, voice that kind of says, you know, Jim, 
you aren't really that get great. You're getting a little old, no matter how fit I feel, how ener- how much energy I have, all the things I keep on doing. I still have that little voice saying, you know, you're really not that great. You're getting a bit old. You're competing against people that are younger and more talented than you are. And what I have to do is say, you know what? I am. I'm for who I am. And as a person, I'm worthwhile. I have abilities. I work hard. I have a great attitude. Uh, I'm a quick-witted and uh, I am uh, on time. I'm a timely individual. And I don't worry about and sometimes, yes, I may get a little moody and things like that, but I'm good at talking myself out of that. And I think about and the great teamwork. I'm great at teamwork. I'm a, a big picture person. And that's the way I push, push through those things, push through those negative thoughts. And I'll try to do that more often in 2024. And not to the negation of someone else. I don't do it say I'm better than they are. And I'm smarter than they are. I have more experience than they are. I'm strong, stronger than they are. I have more energy than them. That's not, that's not a recipe for success for me. My recipe for myself is saying things like, am I doing the best that I can do today? With what I have better, you know, what I have, uh, what skills I have, what energy I have, uh, what uh, kind of uh, force of will I can summon on my day-to-day ventures, how I complete them. I used to really kick myself for wasting time, being a time waster and not being occupied if I'm not doing anything, doing something productive. And then I realized a lot of times you have to be unproductive to kind of unwind, to let them to let those cares kind of just drain out of you. And so you can refill yourself with purpose. So I'm going to continue on that thought after this break here uh, on New Year's Eve and thinking about what 2024 has in title for me and perhaps you. Oh, we're back. And I was just talking about how I view 2023, how I'm thinking about how I want to be in 2024. And having, uh, you know, there's always life events that occur that big. We mark, that's how we bookmark the year, things that happen to us. Some of you may have gotten engaged. You may have lost someone close to you. We got a new job, moved to a new uh, residence bought a car, and a, uh, a new relationship, gained friends, lost friends. And, and if we're all putting things in, you know, the win and loss columns, sometimes there's, it seems to appear to be a lot more losses than wins. But th- those losses aren't uh, – 
without benefits. I've been doing this podcast for about approximately seven years. Seven years would be seven years this April. And I really thought by the uh, end of the first year, I was going to be, there was a possibility of me making money off the podcast. And it would be one of my income streams. Well, that hasn't come to pass, but I'm still doing it. And that may have taken, you know, a, a view of I didn't achieve that goal. Re was it really a goal or was it an estimation that I improperly came up with? Meaning it was not, it wasn't realistic. But it's a win thinking, you know what? I stuck to it. I stuck doing it. I'm not going to not do it because. I haven't, it didn't enrich me. It did enrich me. It, had, it, it gave me an idea of being self-reflective and putting it out there, even though there, there's now, I mean, there's a couple thousand listeners. I do appreciate that. And it's a big world out there. And supposedly there's, uh, I, I have, I've said this before that, Every trash can has its lid. And what that is a metaphor to me about is that sometimes the things I have to say hit true to home for certain people, not for everyone, because if it was for everyone, you know, as popular as perhaps uh, Tony Robbins or even a, an Oprah, I would probably have a wider following. And you may say, well, without that wider following, you are not successful. I consider myself successful. I've been doing this. I am at 787 numbered episodes. As it turns out, with all the extras episodes I did, I'm probably around 850, 870. So this coming year, I'm guessing either in 2000, the end of 2024, the beginning of 2025, I expect to be approaching my 1,000th, one, the thousands. That's really hard for me to say. I don't know if I'll get any better with my speech. Perhaps uh, I can salvage some of my recall, my mental recall, because I'm having a difficult time with it. I'm able to remember straight into talk. But forecast in 2024 uh, with uh, I've had a habit, and I, uh, I imagine many of my listeners too. I would listen to the news in the morning, and I would go in deep on the news. I'd listen to the news, get the topics, and I researched the news uh, online to get more of a story. Different different places like Bloomberg, BBC, uh, New York Times, Washington Post, NBC. CNN, and uh, I tried. I was consuming news. I was consuming lots of news and going in depth. I went in depth on the Ukraine-Russia war, uh, on on the Israeli uh, Hamas altercation. And the thing about it is, every year people will look at the things that go on, and they will say the world is going to shit. Uh, you know, 
we're heading towards ecological disaster. Uh, diplomatically, the world is seems to be at odds. A, a multipolar world where you have uh, China, Russia, North Korea, Iran on one side, and uh, the Western allies on the other. Uh, Non-aligned nations in the, in the beginning, rich and poor. The conflict between them, the division inside the United States, where how we paint our opposition in the most stark terms. That, you know, it's either, you know, our guy is totally a patriot, your guy is a traitor. Um, and if you follow them, you're the worst of the worst. And the only way to get rid of people like that is calling them by the worst name. And, and it's, it's horrible. It's horrible at the division that we see. But, but it's been like that a long time. It's been like that a long time. Historically speaking, the United States was, I mean, during the American Revolution, we had loyalists, people that followed the crown of England, George, uh, George III. They were loyal. Uh, they were loyal. They viewed themselves as loyal British subjects that lived in the colonies. And there were people that wanted a more uh, representative uh, uh, well, they wanted representation in in the government of of Britain, and they felt as if being a colony, they were just being dictated to. And eventually, they started to view themselves because of the animosities that arose. They started to view themselves as someone separate, separate from they weren't British subjects anymore. In the beginning, they were British subjects that wanted to have representation and were British subjects who thought everything was fine. And then it just got worse and worse and worse and they separated. That's it. And then we had this, obviously, and less than 100 years later, we had the Civil War. We had wars on the uh, uh, World War One, and World War Two. We had war in Asia, in the Middle East. And there's always conflict. And there's always a time where someone says, this is the worst thing that can happen. And it's just getting worse. Crime is horrible. And I realized that's all that news is supposed to do. I mean, there are segments on the nightly news where they go and tell you a warm-hearted story about something positive. But that's not what draws eyes onto a program. They need to hear something that they're concerned about. They, they use fear. They use teasers. Uh, when they break for commercials. And so that watching the news is a teaser. It's making you, it's hooking you. It's hooking your interests. Like if you think that if uh, the, the world's going to shit, they're going to, you know, that hooks you. They're gonna, you're going to get hooked on the ideas. The world's going to shit. The environment's horrible. The temperature every year, the temperature is it's set in the highest temperature, average temperature for on the globe going up and up, melting uh, polar ice caps. Uh, strange weather, you know, extreme weather uh, occurrences. Uh, all those things 
And our mind will play these things like it's all going, it's all happening at the same time. Gas prices are going up. Too many immigration immigrants coming in. Not enough immigrants coming in. Or the population is getting too old because we don't have enough young people. Birth rate's low. Or there's too many abortions or you can't get an abortion. All these things. It's the worst thing to ever happen. And well, it's not. All those things always happen. And at certain points in history, they've had other things they were concerned about. We, you know, just a couple of years ago, we had COVID in the Middle Ages, early Middle Ages. They had uh, Black Death or actually Middle Middle Ages, where a third of the population of Europe up and died. And there was a chance that if it had gone worse, they would have had Europe would have never really recovered. The East would have, uh, you know, the age of exploration would have been more of about uh, Asia and discovering Europe and the New World, not us. Not that it had to be that way anyway, but it's just always whenever there's a, a winner, there's a loser, it seems. And sometimes there's only a certain amount of news we need to consume. We need to know that uh, what's the weather going to be like, whether we need to bring an umbrella, whether it's going to be flooding, whether we have to leave a little earlier for work. Uh, perhaps you need to know about traffic. Uh, there's big events. You know, it's good to know if there was going to be a war in your neck of the woods. You may want to get some information about that. But generally, most things you don't really need to know. You don't need to know in the morning. And if it does affect you, maybe you shouldn't need to know. Maybe you should just watch. You could tailor it on your phone and say, all I have to do is get the weather and the traffic. So I know what to wear and how much time I have to give myself. And that's it. And if I'm traveling, I have to find out what the exchange rate is. It's easy. Things that bother you you don't have to, you can, if it bothers you and changes your attitude and causes you to have a bad day because of hearing that, if you, if I don't, uh, I'm a big fan of, my, my football team is from my old hometown, Philadelphia Eagles. And they had lost three games in a row. And I could have sat down and watched the game. And I noticed this year, even though they have a decent record, and it looks like they're going into playoffs, they have not really blown anybody out. And it's always been tight games. And I really wasn't enjoying the games. Every so often you figure your, your favorite team, when it's doing well, will do so well that you'll be able to last, watch the last quarter and you can just enjoy it because they, there's no way the other team can come back. Well, the Eagles don't seem to have had a game where that was like, it seemed like everybody they played had a chance to come back. So I decided I can just watch the game after it's played. And if they lose, I know it sounds like I'm a fair weather fan. I'm still a fan. I'd be a fan if they lost every game. I just don't like seeing them lose. It doesn't make me happy. Why should you watch something that doesn't make you happy? Same thing goes with the news. I eschew, I avoid the things that cause me anxiety, cause me to get into, let's say, 
the propensity of having a negative mindset. And I'll focus on the things that give me a positive mindset. And that's what I'm trying to do for 2024. I'm going to accentuate. You got to take care of what you got to take care of. Got to take care of my health. Got to take care of your teeth. Got to take care of your bills. Got to uh, take care of your family. Got to feed yourself. Do all these things. Take care. Of I did mention medical. I, I do the workout thing. So that's preventative. And healthy eating, healthy sleeping, that's preventative. There's things you have to do um, that are necessities. They, I'll put in necessities, sleep, clothing, uh, uh, your residence, your bills, your relationships. They're necessities. But these other things are not necessities. I just got to remember the things that aren't necessities, like buying things. I don't have to buy things if they're not essential to my survival or well-being. I consider a health club membership as an essential because it provides me for my physical and mental well-being. I go to my 12-step meetings because that's part of my mental well-being and my mental health. And for me to avoid those traps for my, my uh, you know, that I had as an alcoholic. So I can avoid that. It's a reminder all the time. These are necessities. What is a necessity is uh, necessarily watching the news, getting into an argument, trying to be right. Trying to be right all the time. It's not a necessity. It's my ego. Uh, being sarcastic all the time. I do it. It does help me. I like being funny. I like being funny because it makes me laugh. And But sometimes it's not good to really laugh at other people. If you care about them, uh, I realize that that me being happy because I am making light of someone's something that bothers them. And it may not seem like it would bother them, but if it does bother them and they're not in the mood, perhaps I need to change that. So that's one of the things, not buying things I need, things that, that necessarily want. I love electronics. I love electronics. I'm crazy about electronics. Just a goofball about it. I wish I got to be a little more adept at using that. It's a little more of an expert with uh, audio and video and things like that. Uh, maybe that's what I'm going to try in 2024. I'll be happy at my jobs. I'll be varied. I'll have two, two part-time jobs. Besides the other jobs I have as a fitness instructor, a notary. Maybe three part-time jobs. Let's see. How many can I do? We'll find out. 2024 is right around the corner. I'm uh, wishing you well. Uh, I may do a show tomorrow, but if I do do a show tomorrow, I can't talk about 2024 because I'm pretty much done with that stuff. Be repetitive. Maybe I'll just write tomorrow and then I'll do one in 2024. Well, thank you. Have a great day. Wishing you a happy new year. Be careful with the fireworks. Um, just remember that, you know, once you light something, just let it go. Let it go. If it's, if, you know, if you light up a firework and it doesn't go off, uh, don't, don't, don't go back to it. Just leave it there for like an hour. Cause that's where you make the mistake. There's always that thing. You see it on YouTube. There's people think, oh, is that out? 
and then go and put their head over that mortar tube. Don't do anything stupid. Uh, take care of yourself and Happy New Year. Bye.